Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. Elon Musk talked to Vladimir Putin before posting his moronic Twitter poll about a Ukraine settlement that just happened to contain everything Putin wants. Then he told the geopolitical author Ian Bremmer. Then Bremmer went public with that. And then 20 minutes after that, Musk tweeted, nobody should trust Bremmer, which notably is not a denial, but it is an essential thing for Musk to say. Because in saying that, he is not talking to those of us who already knew that he was Putin's whore. He's talking to those looking for an excuse to believe he's not Putin's whore. The Putin-Musk-Bremer exchange underscores a confluence of developments yesterday, each important in its own right, but collectively a kind of roadmap into the reality of the non-reality of the fascists and Republicans and MAGA. It does not have to be a denial. It only has to seem like a denial. 
Just like you don't have to be telling the truth, it only has to seem like you're telling the truth. Just like you don't have to be sane, it only has to seem like you're sane. Just like you don't have to be an ex-Democrat, it only has to seem like you're an ex-Democrat. Just like you don't have to be a billionaire, it only has to seem like you are, Mr. Trump. Sincerity is messy. Honesty is embarrassing. Mental health is uneven. Which brings us to Herschel Walker. Just as his abortion train wreck was beginning to recede from public consciousness, they put him back on the campaign trail yesterday, and the mother of one of his children, the one whose abortion Walker paid for, added another detail last night to the Washington Post. He wanted her to get the abortion. He also wanted her to pay for the abortion. And during her next pregnancy, he wanted her to get another abortion. And his handlers yesterday made the one mistake that can prove utterly fatal to the Herschel Walker campaign. They let him talk. He made an appearance with Senators Tom Cotton and Rick Scott. And to be fair, compared to them, Herschel Walker sounds like a fireball of energy and intellect. But you have to imagine somebody saying to Walker, look, whenever you do, whatever you tell this crowd, do not, do not make any reference to fatherhood or having children or abortions or, or births. Just don't say anything that any way relates to babies. I've been telling this little story about this bull out in the field with six cows and three of them are pregnant. Okay, so that's a swing and a miss. Well, Herschel, don't panic. You can probably get away with the word pregnant. But it's important for you not to suggest that the same male would be the father of all those different offspring. And three of them are pregnant. So you know he got something going on. But all he cared about is kept his nose against the fence looking at three other cows that had been blown to him. Mm. All right. Well, maybe we can still pull out of this skid. Just, just whatever you do, you cannot imply that the bull, you know, enjoys fathering children all over the countryside, especially. This is vital, Herschel. Look at me no, over here. This is vital. Do not suggest that the bull is looking for more new females so he can also get them pregnant. Now, all he had to do is eat grass. But no, no, no. He thought something was better somewhere else. If you are asking yourself why the Republican Party is unswervingly behind Herschel Walker, it's not just that as long ago as 1964, they figured out that the shortcut to winning elections was to nominate people who were on television. Ronald Reagan, George Murphy, Sonny Bono, Fred Thompson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Fred Grandy, Trump, or athletes who were on television like Jack Kemp, Jim Bunning, J.C. Watts, Burgess Owens, and Herschel Walker. It's also that Herschel Walker embraces his own stupidity and his unintelligibility. He is everything that a racist Republican wants in an African-American senator. He will do whatever they tell him to do, and they can pretend he isn't guilty, and they can pretend they aren't racists. Unfortunately, I'm beginning to think that this is also what the new fascist love affair is with Kanye West. By now, I guess you have heard that the Vice News site Motherboard got hold of outtakes from the Tucker Carlson interview with West. My first impression was, my God, this is one of the greatest editing jobs of all time. Quote, the enemies of his ideas dismissed West, Tuckson Carlson said on Fox, as they have for years, as mentally ill, too crazy to take seriously. Look away. Ignore him. He's a mental patient. Is West crazy? 
You can judge for yourself as you watch what we're about to show you. Well, sir, they cut this part out. Planned Parenthood was made by Margaret Sanger, a known eugenics with the KKK to control the Jew population. When I say Jew, I mean the 12 lost tribes of Judah, the blood of Christ, who the race, the people known as the race black really are. Hmm. There's like seven crazy things just in that one soundbite. And Motherboard did not upload another clip in which it says West told Carlson that fake children were sent to his home. He identified one of them by name and, quote, I mean like actors, professional actors placed into my house to sexualize my kids. He said that the son of an associate of his was not her real son. Quote, we don't, we didn't even believe that this person was her son because he was way smarter than her, right? But... They did post this Kanye West clip about his kids, and back we go to your favorite anti-Semitic tropes. And now you look up, and my kids are going to a school that teaches black kids a complicated Kwanzaa. I prefer my kids' new Hanukkah than Kwanzaa. At least it will come with some financial engineering. (laughs) Kwanzaa doesn't, you know, so... They don't teach even Christmas itself, Christmas. Monday night, Tucker Carlson did an entire follow-up segment on Kanye West, and not once did he mention his anti-Semitic threats on Twitter. Plus, remember that Fred Armisen Saturday Night Live character from Weekend Update who could not finish a single sentence? Did he come to mind as you heard that last clip? There's more. The Louis Vuitton conspiracy, he says there is, to cause cancer? Posing the ideas of Jews judging other Jews on their ability to dance. A moment where Kanye West says, quote, I probably want to edit that out, which raises an additional level of concern. Who did edit the interview? And what to the Fox audience would have seemed the absolute proof of West's emotional problems, his blunt statement about COVID-19, quote, I was vaccinated. This all is not limited to African-American politicians nor African-American athletes. It's about finding people who will give Fox viewers, fascists, conservatives, MAGAs, Republicans, the idea that they are not crazy, that they are not racist, that people who they would not consider as part of their group are coming around to their ideas. They need to see and hear from people they think they have converted. Elon Musk is everything they need. He has money. He owns a white tux. He must be a genius, and they are converting him. Herschel Walker is a superb asset, an African-American athlete, a football player in a time when, to the fascists, all African-American football players are Colin Kaepernick. Look, we are so right. We have Herschel Walker. Kanye West is a perfect asset, professing love for Trump and wearing a White Lives Matter shirt and standing next to Candace frickin' Owens. Unless it were to be clear that something is really wrong with him. Hence the platform on Fox. Hence going back to that Kanye's not crazy well earlier this week. And still there is nothing better for the fascists than someone they can point to as a Democrat, an ex-Democrat, who has finally seen the light. Which brings us to Tulsi Gabbard. 
I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who were driven by cowardly wokeness. It's funny because Tulsi Gabbard thinks she was a Democrat. It's useful to the fascists because she used the words cabal, which is the dog whistle to MAGA for pedophilia, and elitist, which is the dog whistle to MAGA for Jewish, and woke, which is an easy one-syllable word MAGA can remember from one week to the next. You and I can dismiss Tulsi Gabbard because it's evident that for years she has been building up towards a very profitable, very public epiphany in which she becomes the resident convert, the Democrat we convince through our superior logic and intellect. Or more plausible third-party candidate. Within hours of releasing that video and using the magic words cabal, elitist, and woke, she was on Fox News. If she does not wind up with a show on Fox News, it'll be a surprise. And then, of course, she'll wind up with one on Newsmax or QTV. Or maybe she will be a more plausible third-party stalking horse than was Jill Stein or Kanye West. Tulsi Gabbard will have a monopoly on this, the conversion seat at the table, at least until Kirsten Cinema has her epiphany. That this is the kind of manipulation enacted by Goebbels and fictionalized by George Orwell and even Rod Serling, well, critics who become supporters, demons who become angels, opponents who become whores, Democrats who become MAGA, none of it has to be true. It just has to seem true so they can convince others and maybe convince themselves. The real thing? Well, of course, that's the flip side to this coin. They must attack the real thing. They must mock it. What was the focus of Fox News the last two days? A voicemail stolen by London's Daily Mail newspaper from an exhausted and heartbroken father left for his desperate and addicted son, pledging love and help no matter where, no matter what, no matter when. It's Dad. I called to tell you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? I don't know what to do. I know you don't either, but I'm here no matter what you need. No matter what you need, I love you. Now that voicemail, Sean Hannity then said, reportedly came at the exact same time Hunter lied on a gun application to buy a handgun. By the way, he went on, replace the name Biden with Trump and imagine how the mob and the media would be covering all of this. Instead, they'd rather perpetuate one hoax after another, just like they did with the Dirty Steel dossier. From a brokenhearted father's love for his son and pledge of help in recovery to the Steel dossier. Sean Hannity used to use the radio studio that adjoined mine at ABC in New York. And wherever I saw him there, he would greet me warmly and act like my friend. He has fooled other people. And he would thank me for getting him sympathy from his viewers because I had criticized him on my program. And he genuinely wondered why people thought he and I would be enemies. And he summed it all up with, all the cynicism in the world condensed to eight words. I mean, it's only TV. It's not real. Just like it's only a lie. Or it's only a politician pretending disillusionment. Or it's only a covered up abortion. Or it's only a gun pointed at a head. Or it's only a billionaire shilling for a dictator. It's not real. None of this to them is 
real. It only has to seem that way. Still ahead on Countdown, it was perfect. The Saudis could hurt Biden and boost Russia at the same time. The problem is they did not think we would do anything to them in response. Now the president promises consequences. It was one of the greatest performances in one of the greatest movies ever. And now the actress who gave it is gone. Remembering Angela Lansbury. Baseball's playoffs and rust never sleeps. At least that's the evidence from the teams that got rusty. And in things I promise not to tell, remember the name Matt Lauer? The day he tried to get me fired at NBC News for doing an interview for my newscast when he wanted to do the interview instead. That's next. This is Countdown. This is Countdown with Keith Oberman. Still ahead on Countdown, Kevin McCarthy said when he talked to Trump on January 6th, Trump may not have known his supporters were trying to destroy the U.S. Capitol and kill the policeman and the vice president. Oh, but that was last week. This week, Kevin McCarthy is saying the opposite. Worst person's coming up. First, in each edition of Countdown, we feature a dog in need whom you can help. Every dog has its day. This time it is Morgana, a senior Labrador retriever, great with other dogs, great with kids, surrendered to the pound in Gardena, California, only because her human had issues. She? She's perfect. Big smile, just waiting for your help to adopt her, foster her, or just pledge to contribute to help defray a rescue's costs to pull her out of there. She is 10 years old. Lots of people hesitate to take senior dogs. I just did, and by that age, these dogs are pros. They know and appreciate us bipeds. You can't go wrong. Morgana will be in the pinned tweet at my account for dogs in need at Tom Jumbo Grumbo on Twitter. If you can't pledge, just retweeting the story will help. And thank you very much for doing so. Now, postscripts to the news, some headlines, some insights, some snark. Dateline Washington, a prediction from writer Franklin Four of The Atlantic, former editor of The New Republic. Merrick Garland, he says, will indict Trump. This, he says, is based on an examination of Garland's career and particularly of who his Justice Department has prosecuted and who it has not. Quote, an indictment would be a signal to Trump as well as to would-be imitators that no one is above the law. And this is the principle that has animated Garland's career. Dateline Washington again, not surprisingly, justice filed its answer to the Trump appeal to Clarence Thomas. The message hands off. Quote, as this court has emphasized, courts should be cautious before insisting upon an examination of records whose disclosure would jeopardize national security, even by the judge alone in chambers. Dateline Los Angeles. Who ever heard of a politician or an office holder taking a leave of absence? That is what disgraced Los Angeles City Councilwoman Nuri Martinez is trying to get away with. She resigned her role as president of the council, but is trying to hang on to her seat after the tape surfaced of racist remarks that she and two other council members made. President Biden has stated they all need to go. And also Dateline Los Angeles, five days short of what would have been her 97th birthday, 
Dame Angela Lansbury has died. A lot of invocations of murder, she wrote, and Beauty and the Beast, and that's fine. Almost forgotten. She received Oscar nominations for Best Supporting Actress in two of her first three films during the Second World War, Gaslight and the Picture of Dorian Gray, and those happened before her 21st birthday. The other picture she made in that time span was National Velvet, but it was a 1962 film that saw her give truly one of the greatest performances in movie history. In The Manchurian Candidate, in a minefield of evil characters, some of them severe, some of them cartoonish, her portrayal of the most evil of them all, as evil a character as there could be in the world is relentless and overpowering whether you are seeing it for the first time or the 500th. If your total of seeing the Manchurian candidate is zero, go see it right now. Don't even listen to the rest of the podcast. R.I.P. Angela Lansbury. This is Sports Center. Wait, check that. Not anymore. This is Countdown with Keith Olbermann. In sports, looks like rust is a thing in the baseball playoffs. For the first time, there were opening round buys for four divisional champions. They all played for the first time yesterday. The Braves trailed the Phillies 7-1 in the fifth and rallied but lost. The Astros trailed the Mariners 6-3 in the eighth and then won on a three-run home run by Jordan Alvarez in the ninth. The Yankees trailed Cleveland 1-0 in the third. They rallied to win 4-1, but the Dodgers got a two-run homer from Trey Turner in the bottom of the first against the Padres, and they had made it five zip by the third. And the National Hockey League season opened last night with quite the twist as the New York Rangers and Tampa Bay Lightning leaned in for the opening faceoff of a 3 1 win for New York at Madison Square Garden. The referee on center ice about to drop the puck, Chris Rooney, said, Hello! I'm Chris. I'll be your referee tonight. If you'd like to hear the specials, we have spearing, hooking, high sticking. Coming up, Matt Lauer wanted me fired. My crime? I did an interview with the husband of the woman at the center of one of the great political controversies of 15 years ago, Terry Schiavo. And he wanted to be the one to do the interview instead. First, the daily roundup of the miscreants, morons, and Dunning-Kruger effect specimens who constitute today's worst persons in the world. The bronze Prince Mohammed bin Salman. For a change, it'll be the Saudis getting the surprise. President Biden saying that the kingdom cut oil production to aid Russia in the war over Ukraine. So it's time for the U.S. to rethink its relationship with Saudi Arabia. The quote, there's going to be some consequences for what they've done with Russia. But there may be a domestic element, too. Bruce Rydell, a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, told the website The Intercept, quote, the Saudis are working to get Trump reelected. And for the MAGA Republicans to win the midterms, higher oil prices will undermine the Democrats. 
That's better than a bone saw. The runners-up, two Trump fascists, Ken Cuccinelli from Homeland Security, and Cash stares daggers at you, whether he knows it or not, Patel, part of a cabal trying to get the United States to formally declare war on Mexico's drug cartels? Neither Mr. Cuccinelli nor Mr. Stares Daggers at you know enough about how the U.S. works. You can only declare war on a country, not a group of people. Welcome to our land, morons. But our winner, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, only last week we heard audio of him telling two police officers who tried to protect the Capitol on January 6th that Trump had no idea it was his supporters who were trying to kill them. I'm just telling you from my phone call with Trump, McCarthy said, I don't know that he did know that. But then yesterday, out came another new Get Me a Book Deal Trump book by Robert Draper, and this account of the same McCarthy-Trump phone call. Trump, well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. McCarthy, more upset? They're trying to effing kill me. Kevin, give me enough time and I can explain how both these stories can be true since I don't have to stick to any known facts, McCarthy. Today's worst person in the world! Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. To the number one story on the countdown and my favorite topic, me and things I promised not to tell. And somebody asked me the other day, whatever happened to Matt Lauer? And I said, I don't know, but I hope it was unpleasant. If the name Matt Lauer is remembered at all today, it is for two facts. One, that he was the face of NBC News until November 29th, 2017, when the network suddenly announced there were credible allegations against him of sexual misconduct and that he had been fired effective immediately. And two... The lesser known fact that everybody at NBC knew he was an evil figure who dominated all of management at 30 Rock and in many cases coerced them into looking the other way, despite decades of abuse of women employees and of bullying and retribution against male employees, including other people on TV. This was so well known inside NBC News that even some of us who had left and had been gone for years knew in advance he was to be fired. I found out, like four days before it happened. And much of the bad conduct, at least the bad conduct in the office involving the male employees, I saw happen in real time. When I returned to NBC in February 2003, I was one of Lauer's favorites, for some reason. 
My show, Countdown, was the last program he watched before he went to sleep, or maybe more correctly, before he went to bed. He used to do these moronic where in the world is Matt Lauer segments in which he created video clues as to his whereabouts that would run on the Today Show. And one day, one of his producers called and said Lauer was such a fan of Countdown, he wanted to do a special clue just for Countdown. Well, we had like 200,000 viewers a night. We took whatever we could get. Some free Matt Lauer? Sure. By the way, I was reminded recently that one MSNBC wag used to answer that rhetorical question, where in the world is Matt Lauer, by answering, in the bedroom of somebody else's wife. Anyway, Lauer. If you think the Republicans' ability to turn any tragedy into a political issue is something new, or that television's ability to turn any tragedy into ratings is something new, or that Matt Lauer's ability to make anything worse was something new, consider the case of Terry Schiavo. Terry Schiavo was a woman in Florida, 26 years old, struck by cardiac arrest. It did not kill her, but it left her in a living nightmare. She was in a, quote, persistent vegetative state, not brain dead, but neither was she conscious, and worse. Her eyes were open, and her head moved constantly and involuntarily and in a regular pattern. Her parents, I guess understandably unwilling to accept this terrible fate, quickly discovered that if you moved a balloon through her hospital room, Terry Schiavo's head and gaze would seem to follow the balloon. Unfortunately, if you did not move a balloon through her hospital room, Terry Schiavo's head and gaze would still follow the same exact path as it did when there was a balloon. Her husband, Michael, spent seven years in the courts trying to get his wife's feeding tube removed and thus release her and him and everybody in the family from this living hell. And her parents fought him. And finally, in 2003, the parents went public. They showed video of their daughter her head following that balloon around the hospital room. They contacted every politician who would take their call. The Republican leader in the Senate, Dr. Bill Frist of Tennessee, a heart surgeon, said on the Senate floor that, of course, he could not diagnose a patient just from a videotape. And then he proceeded to diagnose a patient just from a videotape. He said on the Senate floor she should not be taken off life support. The Shivos eventually got Republicans to pass a bill in the House and Senate, taking her case away from the Florida courts and putting it into the federal courts. And President George W. Bush actually flew back from vacation in Texas to Washington just to sign that law on camera, of course. This was a topic for all of tabloid television and for all of tabloid television that pretends it is not tabloid television, like the Today Show. And it went on for months. Eventually, there was a pack of guests willing to appear on your show and imply cleverly that Michael Schiavo had caused his wife's vegetative state and was now trying to, quote, finish the job. From my own network, Joe Scarborough, who had been a lawyer, put on Terry Schiavo's brother and sister, and they both implied there was, quote, foul play. Joey Scars put it this way. I am quoting him. They can attack every last person who is trying to save this young woman from starvation. But in the end, Americans shocked by this macabre chapter in American politics will see the Democrats as the party on the side of death and see George Bush as the defender of defenseless, unquote. Joe Scarborough, MSNBC. 
Joe Scarborough is a jackass and a fraud. If you watch his show, you are getting hustled. If you go on his show, there's another word for that. Anyway, finally, sanity prevailed. A court ordered the feeding tube removed in March 2005. Two weeks later, Terry Schiavo died. The autopsy showed her brain was half its normal size. It had been irreversibly damaged 15 years earlier. There were no signs of physical trauma, not the slightest indication of foul play. In January of 2006, I got a phone call. It was Michael Schiavo. He said, rather matter-of-factly, that he had tried to avoid watching as the tragedy he and his wife endured was turned into a multi-network soap opera, but he found that there was one reporter who tried to balance the hysteria and to treat him fairly, and that that was me, and he wanted to know if I wanted to be the first person to interview him. Nothing fancy, he said. This guy, Matt Lauer, he said, had been calling him once a week and wanted to walk with him on the beaches of Florida and do a three-hour interview for Today and Nightly News and Dateline and MSNBC. Michael Schiavo didn't want to do any of that, and he didn't like Matt Lauer at all. And he was thinking if he had to sit down with one of the celebrity interviewers, it would probably be Diane Sawyer, but he hadn't made up his mind yet. What Michael Schiavo wondered was if he could just go to a studio in Tampa one morning before work and have me go to a studio in New York and I could interview him remotely. Well, naturally, I said yes. So on February 1st, 2006, I got up way earlier than usual. I went into 30 Rock. I got into a studio. I taped an interview with Michael Schiavo. Bluntly, he was as dull an interviewee as I could imagine, and my questions were deliberately not hysterical, but it was a good factual interview. And for a network that struggled as much as MSNBC... It was a big deal just for journalistic credibility, just to balance what we had been playing on the Scarborough show. Everybody at NBC News knew we were doing it. We recorded it at NBC News using NBC News control rooms and videotape. Everybody knew, including the president of NBC News, Steve Kappas, and the executive producers of Today, Nightly News, Dateline, all of whom were interested in using clips of the interview. After I finished, I went and visited the executive in charge of MSNBC in his office at 30 Rock. Then I went home and I took a nap before I went into MSNBC in the late afternoon to prepare my 8 p.m. show. When the phone rang there, it was Steve Kappas, president of NBC News. Look, you've interfered with the Today Show's longstanding plans and commitments. We have signed contracts with Michael Schiavo. Matt Lauer is furious. But I understand Shivo offered you this interview so you couldn't have known how you were violating the Today Show and Matt. I pointed out that Shivo had said specifically that he had not signed anything with anybody. The president of NBC News ignored this. Here's the offer Matt and I will make you. You don't run the interview tonight. We will run a segment of it tomorrow on Today, giving a full plug to Countdown. Then tomorrow night, you can run a four-minute segment. The rest of your interview can run, and I think despite what you've done to us, your interview should run after Matt Lowers does, sometime next month. I think this is a great idea since Matt wants me to fire you. I said this was the dumbest thing I had ever heard, which was saying a lot since I had spent nearly three years working at Fox. There was nothing about our interview that risked Matt Lowers' prospects of getting his own interview. In fact, it probably increased them. I could now pitch Michael Schiavo on Lowers' behalf. Michael Schiavo did not like Lauer. On the other end of the phone, Kappas gasped. Doesn't like Lauer? Don't say that! 
But to bury our interview for a month was crapping all over MSNBC and me and Michael Schiavo, and journalistically it was indefensible, and it made me feel like walking out. Steve Kappas, whose later boss at NBC, told me that she fired him for telling her that he would never take orders from a woman, began to scream, as I noted at the time in my diary, like a 12-year-old. I offer you a way out and not getting fired and not get Matt Lauer on your ass and you threaten to quit? I pointed out that I had not threatened to quit. I told him that if there really had been a contract with Michael Schiavo, even if he had not mentioned it to me, any of the 100 NBC executives who had known about my interview with Michael Schiavo for like a week would have. I had even sent Brian Williams a note asking if there were any specific questions he wanted me to ask Schiavo so he could use a clip on NBC Nightly News. Somehow, Kappas began to scream again in an even higher-pitched voice. Matt Lauer advises me to simply kill your interview with Michael Schiavo, and I'm trying to find a way out for you. You start bringing up ancient history from a week ago? He really said that. Ancient history from a week ago. I said, why don't we do it this way? We run a 30-second clip tonight. The Today Show runs whatever it wants to tomorrow. Then we run the rest of the interview tomorrow night and the night after. Well, Kappas resumed screaming. So let me see if I got this straight. Matt Lauer is incensed over you stepping in on his interview. I'm offering you publicity on the Today Show and not getting fired. And your answer is we're going to run 17 minutes of it? I'm so impressed with your professionalism, Keith. I will always remember how cooperative you were. Fine. You do whatever you want, Mr. Professional. Run the whole half hour tonight. Don't you understand television? Matt needs to be able to say in his first interview since his wife's death. For the 53rd time in my career at NBC News, I thought somebody was secretly filming this and making a segment on it for, I don't know, punked? Or did they still run candid camera? Well, getting back to the interview here with Kappas, I said that in a month, nobody was going to remember my interview, and Matt could still say in his first network interview since his wife's death. Well, Kappas ignored that, too. I have been advised to kill the countdown piece outright, but you do whatever you want for your little countdown show. Go ahead, incur the enmity of Matt Lauer. You think he'll forget this? Over the next two years, Matt Lauer hired away two of my producers, then made a supposed peace offering by running a segment that was to be produced by my show every Friday on the Today Show that required two of my producers to stay up all night editing and thus not work on my show on Friday, by some strange coincidence, for four consecutive weeks, the countdown piece never ran. It was just more petty revenge. The Today Show also booked me as a guest four times, canceled all four times once the morning of my interview as I was shaving to go in and do the interview. The punchline, of course, my little interview back then with Michael Schiavo ran over the next three nights. It did not really affect our ratings. It did contribute some tiny amount to the tiny amount of actual journalism MSNBC had done on the Schiavo story. It counterbalanced that schmuck Scarborough. And on March 26, 2006, the Matt Lauer interview aired with Michael Schiavo. And as NBC publicity phrased it, Michael and his new wife sit down for their first network interview with NBC News' Matt Lauer. Just like I had suggested.
Would that he had only been a jerk to all of us. That was actually the best conduct of Matt Lauer in his days at NBC News. All right, I've done all the damage I can do here. Help me out. Subscribe to this podcast or accost a random passerby or give it five stars or I don't know. Is there an emoji for clapping like a seal or something? Most of the music, including, or music, most of the music, including our theme from Beethoven's Ninth, was arranged, produced, and performed by Brian Ray and John Philip Chanel, who are the Countdown musical directors. All orchestration and keyboards by John Philip Chanel, guitars, bass, and drums by Brian Ray, produced by TKO Brothers. Your name for music. Other Beethoven selections have been arranged and performed by the group No Horns Allowed. The sports music is the Olbermann theme from ESPN2, and it was written by Mitch Warren Davis and appears courtesy of ESPN Inc. Musical comments by Nancy Faust, the best baseball stadium organist ever. Our announcer today was Larry David. Everything else was pretty much my fault, obviously. That's Countdown for this, the 645th day since Donald Trump's first attempted coup against the democratically elected government of the United States. Arrest him now while we still can. There'll be a new episode tomorrow. Until then, I'm Keith Olbermann. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and good music. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.